So welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. Today, we're cutting right to the chase. Clients need leads faster, and we have to be able to deliver them. My guest today is Robin Alex, CEO of Innovate Fast, um, basically a sales and marketing consultancy based in Dallas, Texas, really focusing on the education and the medical sectors, as well as partnering with agencies. But we'll get into a little bit of that uh, in a bit. Alex, it's great to see you again. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, no, thank you for having me on. So you are what I guess we would call a self-described entrepreneur and intrapreneur. Uh, you sold your first business when you were 19, which is amazing. Um, give us a little bit of a flavor for your background and how that led you to creating Innovate Fast. Yeah, no, um, I, I, ever since at a young age, I've been the person of how can I figure out a way to make more money to be able to do bigger things in life. And, and even at a young age, you know, I was the kid that was trying to sell candy bars in school, trying to get onto the next thing and so on and so forth. So at the age of 16, I actually uh, figured out that online gaming was a big thing. Back then it was uh, Counter-Strike, Battlefield 1942 and things like that. Uh, took all, basically bought a computer hosted some servers for a couple of friends and they ended up paying me and I realized that, hey, there might be opportunity here to sell this service around the world. Um, three years later, I was able to sell that um, for you know a decent amount of money to a larger organization, which actually I just found out was purchased by Rackspace, um, who is a publicly traded company. Wow. So, you know, so it's kind of in hindsight, you know, you should have kept it a little longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I think things turned out for for the better in the long run. Um, you know, I took that money, went to school, uh, went to Texas A&M, uh, and then actually went into work for a company who was owned by SAP. And uh, we actually built a piece of software, and I was a part of that team. And uh, that software that we built, actually, we were sued for $1 billion by Oracle. And wow. so it's if you actually look up an email address, you'll see my name associated to that. Um, I was just, you know, just kind of working and we built this really cool software and Oracle didn't like it. Um, but but from there, you know, I had gained so much experience in yeah. how larger Fortune 50, you know, just huge companies work and it's a whole different mindset right. versus just kind of small business. Uh, and so I was able to translate that into helping other businesses along the way in the IT space as well as marketing. And um, what I learned was a lot of business owners really don't know sales and marketing. They usually outsource that to other people and hope for the best, right? Mm. Um, because they're the best at what they do. They're, right. they're the they're business owner or whatever. And, and so there, there was this huge gap because back when IT was a huge capital expense, they could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, incorporate that into their business. And they would do the same thing with marketing. And over time, those became blended. And I, I just remember talking to one business owner that I was working with, and they received a uh, proposal for a hundred thousand uh, dollars website. Mm -hmm. And really, it was just a basic website along the way. And I, I really didn't understand what the value justification was, um, because it was literally a two-week engagement building out a website. So I, obviously, there wasn't a lot of meat behind that. Um, and, and so, you know, through those conversations, you know, I started taking on those projects and started building up, you know, just websites and getting into databases and CRM. And that was kind of the first uh, business in marketing that I started out with, we called it RS7 Tech. But what I realized was it was a uh, feast and famine, right? So you win one client, you deliver, and then that was it. 
Um, and what I wanted to do was figure out how I can be more tangible to a business um, and getting as close as I can to their revenue line. And that's where we shifted and we rebranded to Innovate Fast. And that's where we actually turned into being more of a sales and marketing agency who uh, focuses on how can we help a business grow. Um, We start with the consulting side and usually the deliverables end up being the sales and marketing aspects behind it. Right, right. And, you know, really what I want to focus on today is this idea that as agencies, we have to stop pushing these vanity metrics, right? This was a discussion you and I had not that long ago. Um, why Why do you think that we're at this inflection point with regard to direct impact being so important to these clients? You know, I, I think it goes back to, you know, business owners are the best at what they do. And, you know, before like marketing agencies were really good at being, you know, brand specific or putting out uh, content on behalf of clients, but that's what all that they were really good at. It wasn't about the results. And they would really push it back to the client to say, all right, we did all our work. You can take over here um, and see all our hard work. We got, you know, millions of impressions. We got a couple of clicks along the way and, and things like that. We don't know your business, so business owner, good luck. Right. And I, I think over time, you know, businesses are, are becoming very hybrid centric. A lot of business owners are building teams in house and trying to figure it out themselves. Right. And so just naturally marketing agencies and just agencies and, um, you know, any type of agency really needs to focus on what value they're providing to a business down to the, uh, you know, the bottom line of the business. Right. Uh, and that's where I think, you know, focusing more on the leads and how many of those leads turn into appointments and what, you know, those appointments turning into dollars that actually translate to the business. Yeah. So the, the meaty metrics that businesses need to focus on. Yeah. And that was going to be one of my other questions. It's almost like there's such a disconnect between, hey, we're putting all this content out. We're getting the impressions. We're getting the clicks. All of that is great. But if we don't understand things like what is your sales process? Um, do you have to do some type of discovery call with your prospect? Um, what does that look like? You know, all of these different things, like what makes, obviously, you know, what makes um, the most highly qualified prospect for you? Are there little things, little trends or patterns or traits that we can pull out that we can really pinpoint? This would be uh, a hotter lead than, you know, this one, which is a little bit warmer versus this one, which is a little bit cooler. You know, those types of things, those nuances are the most important thing because those are what are going to lead to sales. And I feel like you're right. As agencies, we do focus or we have historically focused, I should say, um, on these vanity metrics. So I think it's a, it's just a really important conversation to have. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I think that the gap between what marketing agencies do versus what the business owners know that's closing, right? So, yes, which is ag- a good thing. It's great. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, but before marketing agencies could sell these vanity metrics and tell the business owner, hey, this is super important. Whether or not you understand any of this, this is super important. Right. Now, business owners are becoming smarter with social media and even traditional media that they understand that, hey, any dollar that I spend, you need to make X amount of dollars on the back end or it just doesn't make sense. Right. It's not only about branding or authority or anything like that. There's other factors that we have to take into consideration. Right. And so, yeah, I, I think marketing agencies uh, just need to up their game in some form or fashion just to be able to keep up with business owners because the business owners are getting smarter. 
Right. Absolutely. So I mentioned at the top of the show that, um, you know, your agency, Innovate Fast, partners with other agencies, right? Yeah. Um, and I want to jump into that a little bit because last year uh, you let me know that your team created the um, Go High Level platform, right? Yeah. And so I want to learn a little bit more about that and talk about the how that automates the communication prospect uh, process between the prospects um, and the companies from the moment that that prospect engages. Um, so just kind of give us a little bit of flavor for what that's all about. And I know you mentioned earlier that your background is kind of um, identifying these gaps in the market and then building software for it. So I think this is, you know, a, a perfect segue <laughs> for that. Yeah. So last year, um, you know, with the marketing agency, we were always trying to figure out ways to deliver results. And it was very high level in the sense of just generating leads. You know, and it's a little bit better than the vanity metrics, but you know, we're passing on contacts, and then we say, "Hey, business owner, good luck with these contacts. If you call them, you'll have a high chance of closing them or getting on a discovery call that we mentioned earlier." Um, what we found, though, was that a lot of business owners were very nervous and uncomfortable calling and following up with leads because it's not a warm referral. It's not someone walking into their building or to their office or just picking up the phone and calling them saying, I want your service. You don't have to sell me. Just close the deal. When you have to do a little bit of calling and calling a lead, it's a different proposition because on a scale of zero to 10, they're probably on an interest level of zero, one, two, maybe three. And so you have to build that education to get them sold. And so we were trying to figure out a way to close that. And we came up with a process where... Um, for our agency or for our clients, anytime that we were able to generate a lead, our system would actually automatically call the front office of our client. They would get a phone call that says, hey, you have a new lead from, say, Google or Facebook. Press 1 and we'll connect you. Press 1 and it will call the lead. And at that point, we're, you know, there's a statistic from, I believe, MIT that says you have a 22x, uh, you have 22 times better chance of closing a lead if you can contact them within the first five minutes. Correct. Yep. So that's a huge statistic, right? Yep. So we're forcing that call. Whether or not the, the business likes it, we're calling them. Now, they have the ability to hang up, but, you know, it's it's a little bit different when you just kind of hand, uh, you know, an email to them and say, call at your leisure, even right. though you put it there. But if you're kind of forcing the call, they take it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Well, this call will call the lead. If the lead answers, you know, it's just natural conversation. Um, and our system actually records that call, so quality assurance and everything. From our consulting side, we learned, you know, we need to listen in on the calls and help improve it because sometimes it's tonality, sometimes it's just the verbiage, um, or sometimes you just hear that the messaging and the ads are just completely off because they're asking the wrong questions. Right. Now, if the lead doesn't answer, our system will hang the call up and call that lead again and leave a ringless voicemail in their inbox. Okay. So that's, you know, two touches. Um, and then from there, we can email automatically and text message. So we ask open-ended questions saying, hey, we saw that you were interested in this. Can we schedule an appointment with you? Right. And if you leave open-ended questions, it just in offers engagement. And then you can start two-way texting, um, emailing, or, or whatever. And so we built up this whole system that created that you know, communication gap um, that wasn't in the market already. Um, and, and we just... It blew up like wildfire. Um, we ended up using it on all our clients, and they started telling their friends. And, and so we picked up a lot of clients along the way. Um, but being deep in the agency scene, you know, everyone kind of knows each other, and people are finding out about this software. 
And so people were just asking, hey, can we get access to it? And so we actually pivoted a little bit with the software, and now we offer it to other agencies. We don't really want to offer it direct to consumers without mm-hmm. an agency because look, business owners don't understand automation. They obviously don't have a lot of follow-up processes in place, so we need an agency partner to really buy into our software, understand it, and really be the partner there and they would deliver it to their clients. Yeah, that's a, it's a great relationship. And um, what I thought was so interesting about the platform, aside from the functionality, was actually the way that you structured the pricing for agencies. Um, so you actually don't charge based on the number of clients um, or the leads that flow through the system. So you know, give us a little bit of background as to you know, how you, what the pricing is and how you arrived at that. Yeah, so we were actually going through a couple of different pricing models when we were figuring it out. And, um, you know, they're really the biggest complaint looking at like HubSpot and Infusionsoft and all that are licensing fees. Um, And it just gets real costly. And while you may be able to justify picking up customers, it's always just a pain point that you always have to deal with because you have this huge bill coming. Um, So what we wanted to do was really just be that agency partner um, and just really have a long-term product that we can become the backbone of any agency. So basically we released it um, and it's $297 a month. And it's unlimited sub-accounts, um, and it gives you the ability to white label. Um, and you can use our high-level app uh, you know, right out the gate. Now, we offer a premium version of it for an additional $4.97 a month. Um, gives you a custom mobile app with your company name on it. And that, you know, just from a cache perspective, that gives you some problems. Like, check out our app in the App Store. And then, you know, we integrate with Zapier. And so you can actually get your own white labeled Zap in the marketplace as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, And there will be just for Thrive listeners and and viewers, there will be um, a landing page specifically for you guys at innovatefast.com forward slash Thrive. And I'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. Um, So I guess, you know, as we're starting to wrap up a little bit, what are some of the lessons or some of the takeaways that, you know, having gone through your background, your experience, and even pivoting in your agency, filling these gaps, these really critical sales and marketing gaps, um, what are some of the lessons and takeaways that you've kind of uh, discovered along the way, even, you know, more recently? Yeah, you know, I, I would say that making sure that you focus on what success looks like for not only your, your business, but what your client's business really means. I, I think that ultimately relates to retention. Without retention, you're, you're going to always be struggling and it's always going to be like chasing, chasing, chasing. Um, you know, so one of the biggest things that we did with our agency was stop focusing on just picking up a client, delivering them the, the, the basics and then dropping off, right? Because you didn't build that value. You didn't figure out what those gaps were. You didn't plug any gaps. You just provided a, you're just a provider and that's it. Once we switched to figuring out what those gaps were, that's where we figured out where retention was really the biggest key for our business because they're they become a client for life, and then you can focus on getting your next client, knowing that you have this other client. You know, that's being becoming your biggest uh, loud piece, right? They're they're talking about you. They're they're happy with everything, so they're referring, and it just grows naturally from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, just from the standpoint of, you know, referrals and uh, long time, lifetime value of clients, there's really such a low uh, or zero cost per acquisition, right? So 
if you just keep that relationship going and continue to deliver those leads, deliver those sales, help the business owner through, or, or even if it's not a business owner, maybe it's a marketing department uh, at a larger organization, helping them to really look like rock stars in their roles and really understanding the flow of the business and what's going to help those people and help the business grow. Um, I know we say that a lot, but I don't think we walk it. And so a tool like this, in my opinion, would help us really walk that path. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, just walking down that path, it just builds that stickiness, right? Like it makes it, because you're bringing so much value to the table, they don't want to walk away because, you know, you have such an awesome platform, your your process, your customer service and everything. You walk away from being not a provider, but now a partner. Right. And so right. that's 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 a huge transition that, you know, everyone needs to make. Yeah, and that's a big deal from the standpoint of, you know, how we look at our relationships with our clients. Um, everyone says we don't want to be con- considered a vendor, like the bad V word. We want to be a partner. Um, so this is a really good way. I mean, there are multiple ways to do that. It, and it's, it's very nuanced, right? It's how we communicate with them, how we handle conflict with them, because conflict will always arise, right? Um, but it's things like this also from a tactical standpoint, things that are a little bit more innovative that we can bring to the table and say, hey, have you have you heard of this? This is something that we have access to, um, you know, and it's something that we can add a ton of value and really close that sales gap for you guys. And I, it just makes the agency look, look great. So um, thank you for creating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Alex, thank you so much. This has been a great conversation, as I knew it would be. Uh, thanks for joining me on the show today. It's been great. Thank you for having me on. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.